sky, Sacramento, and it's a great day to be alive and to be able to share our faith with the people around us. Well, I wanted to spend a few minutes with you today, and hopefully we can uh, talk about something that might be pertinent to your life, and also something that you might be able to carry with you today as you venture off into the fun things that happen on a weekend, maybe along with your chores, those necessary things that we need to do in our life, but also maybe some of the fun things we get to do with family and friends to celebrate what it's like to be off of work, since most of us will be off of work on the weekends, although some of you might be working as well. And thank you for what you do, because your work probably um, makes available to us much-needed services and things in our life. Well, I wanted to talk to you about something that seems to bother quite a few people, um, and I don't think anybody is immune to it, and it has to do with failure in our life. Those things that we uh, maybe attempt to do in our life, those lofty dreams and goals that we have, and then we often find ourselves falling or failing to complete uh, what we so um, enthusiastically desired to have come true. But I want to let you know that you are not alone, that uh, there's been many great people before us that have failed, and, uh, and there'll be many great people after us that have failed. But it's how we look at that failure. But before we jump into that, I wanted to share with you a little bit, um, or a quote, um, from St. Paul. I think we all know St. Paul, um, one of the greatest uh, apostles and evangelists of all time, and uh, what he said. And, uh, and, and what he said was, I would rather boast most gladly of my weaknesses in order that the power of Christ may dwell within me. You know, St. Paul um, often talked about uh, the thorn in his side, that, uh, that, that, that weakness that he had, the, the tendency towards that sinfulness that he even had from time to time. And he prayed and prayed and prayed that it would go away. And then God gave him the insight to see that uh, it was with the struggle, with those temptations, and when he fell, that actually it was what kept him hum- humble and also gave him the desire to strive ever so harder towards holiness. And I think that's the same for us in our lives as well. When we can recognize that when we do fall, when we do fail in life, that God has his hand in that as well. It's not so much that God has directed the failure or the falling. That he leaves up to ourself, I believe, anyway, is that's part of our free will. He lets us make decisions. And then uh, even when those decisions are not the greatest decisions that we make in our life, he can still use those, even if it's sinful actions that we have. He can use that to help us gain virtue in our life um, and to also help us gain a desire to grow closer to him as well. But one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is, is really how we think about our weaknesses and our failures and how we can start thinking about them in a new way, maybe in a way that, that God would think of them. So if our sin, if our weaknesses or our failures have to do with a particular root cause, that's something that we need to think about, is when we think about when we're continually failing or falling in life, maybe sinning in life, What is at the root cause of that action? Does it have to do with pride? 
Does it have to do with greed, maybe lust or envy? And then we need to know that God is allowing those things to happen in our life because he's wanting us to develop the um, attributed or correlating virtue that goes along with that. And let's, you know, let me give you an example so that might make a little bit uh, more sense um, of what I'm trying to uh, impart to you. Um, let's, let's take for an example if we're somebody that struggles with laziness in our life. What's the opposite of laziness would be perseverance. So as we struggle with laziness and as we find out that there's repercussions from that laziness and, and when we're dealing with those repercussions and the outcome of that laziness, um, then we start to realize that that is an obstacle in our life. It's getting in the way of uh, living a life to its fullest and that we need to uh, change and, and identifying that identifies also that we need to develop perseverance in our life and that's a godly virtue of persevering through difficult times and that we need to develop that in our life as well and let's say for an, another example is that let's say you're a person uh, that struggles with lust or lustful thoughts you know uh, pornography is is just um prolific through our culture right now and so is masturbation and some of those related issues um, infidelity as well and so what is the opposite of the sinful uh, um, action of lust the opposite uh, would be love so if we're someone that is struggling and falling often with uh, falling into the temptations of lust God is allowing that in our life although he doesn't choose it, <laughs> but he will use the, that sinful action um, as 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 an opportunity for us to develop the opposing virtue. The opposing er virtue is love. And I think for most of us, when we have a temptation in life and we fall to that temptation, um, that's not a good feeling. <laughs> we realize that that's a weakness within ourselves. But I think what we need to do is think about that in a much deeper way is, um, is that what, what, what is the opportunity from this failure in our life? What is God wanting me to develop? Um, what virtue is that? Or what does he want me to grow within my person? And it's always the opposite virtue. So if it's lustfulness that we're struggling with in our life, then start thinking about developing love in your life. And what does that mean to develop love? And this can be related to all the different sinful actions in our life. If it's greed we're talking about, what is the opposite of greed? That would be charity. So if you find yourself being affected by greed in your life, start thinking about turning that round to the opposite. The opposite would be charity. How can you develop charity in your life? Because if you find yourself falling for one sinful act over and over and over again, think of that as the opportunity that God is giving you to actually develop the virtue in your life. So without getting frustrated about, um, and Catholics do this quite a lot, and, and sometimes they, they feel, you know, what's the purpose of going to confession? I go back there every single month. I'm, 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 I'm confessing the same sins. I am contrite in my heart, and I feel that I don't want to do that again. And gosh darn it, <laughs> within three, four, five days right after confession, I am doing the same thing over and over again. I think 
an important aspect of this is not just thinking about uh, something being sinful and then trying to use our willpower to not do that again. You know, left to ourselves and our own will, uh, we'll fail over and over and over again. We need to really um, look for and ask for God's grace to come into our life. But also, like I've been trying to uh, convey to you, it's also looking for the deeper uh, root of the problem. And whatever your sin might be, I know you know those, especially if you're doing your examination of conscience at night. Um, you know what your sins are. They should be on the forefront of your mind. Start thinking about what is at the root cause of that sin. What is it that is causing you to act in such a way? Is it pride? Is it greed? Is it lust? Is it laziness? Is it envy? What is it in your life that's causing you to do what you do? And then start thinking about the correlating virtue that goes along with that. And then pray to God that he can help you with that. Well, I hope these words of advice that I'm going to take to heart, that you can take to heart as well, and maybe spend a few minutes in prayer and ponder them and to see how they relate to your life as well. Let's go ahead and end the Catholic journey today with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Dear Lord, I ask in a very personal way that you enter into my heart and my mind and remind me just how much you love me. I ask that you give me the strength to find peace and comfort in working my life program and that you'll help me to see a piece of my beautiful uniqueness in the same way that you see me. I can see all my faults and failures as you see them as well but help me to see your love in me in a deep and meaningful way. I am weak without you. Please strengthen me so that I may become fully the person you created me to be. I ask this through your holy name. Amen. I hope you enjoy the day. I was going to say the beautiful day. I hope it's beautiful where you are. For me, it's quite beautiful today with a blue sky sunny skies, beautiful temperature. I think it's in the mid-70s right now. And I believe my motorcycle's calling me for a long ride today. Okay, God bless. May God forever keep you. And have a beautiful Christ-centered.